We all know that it's important to prioritise our workload, so today on Productivity Matters, I'm looking at five ways to ruthlessly prioritise your tasks. Hi, I'm Julian, and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This show is all about getting the best out of your day through the better use of productivity tools and discussing the various methods you can use to incorporate into your daily routines. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. Now, checking items off your to-do list is a wonderful thing, but it's also easier said than done. The best way I've found to make sure you complete your tasks is through prioritisation. That means deciding not to do things you really like to do. And it also means deciding what's the most important task when everything on your list feels crucial. Well, your to-dos arrive from many sources. Your boss may send you an email, you may get a Slack message, a bill arrives in the mail, a co-worker asks you for a favour. In order to prioritise your task list efficiently, you need a master to-do list, and that contains all of the tasks you need to prioritise and complete from all of those sources. And the first thing you need to do is pick a place for your master to-do list. That place could be a to-do app, I use Todoist, or your email inbox, a paper notebook, or even a memo app on your phone. It doesn't really matter where you keep your list, as long as it contains all of the tasks that you need to complete. Once all of your tasks are on a single list, you can then start to analyse and prepare them to be prioritised. It's time to go through your list, review each task and decide what you want to do with it. You have four options. There's the do, in other words, complete the task now. There's defer, complete it later. You have delegate, in other words, give it to somebody else to do. And there's also delete, remove it from your list. I have said in previous episodes that any task that is going to take you less than two minutes, you should do it now, straight away, Don't think about it. It's a quick way to narrow down your list to those harder to complete, higher priority tasks. Delegation is also another great way to quickly cut down your task list. You can assign delegatable, is that a word? Delegatable tasks to others, and if there's anything you're waiting on others for, to get it off your list. But of course, you need to be certain that the person you're delegating to can actually do the task, otherwise you'll end up doing it anyway. So create a calendar reminder to follow up on it later or add it to a shared project. Getting it off your task list will relieve the pressure of seeing it there all the time. Now, delete anything you really don't need to do. This might seem counterintuitive, but things that are worth deleting include tasks that have been on your list forever that you never get round to, or things that provide little value compared to the effort involved in actually doing them. If you don't want to forget a task you're deleting, move it into a separate someday list of things you want to do. If you ever find yourself with time, then you can uh, you can do it then. And once you're finished doing and delegating and deleting the tasks, what you have left are your deferred tasks. These are all the things you need to do that will take longer than two minutes to complete, and with a master list of your deferred tasks in hand, you are ready to start prioritising. Now, there are plenty of ways to prioritise your tasks. Some may work better for you than others. Pick the one that feels right and then just get down to getting those tasks sorted. First of all, 
use a priority matrix. That's the first option. Take all of your tasks and assign each one a priority based on the Eisenhower matrix. Anything that's due soon or even overdue counts as urgent. As for what's truly important and what's more of a nice-to-do kind of task, that's up to you to decide, but try to be as honest as you can. This tool is particularly helpful for those times when you're drowning under a million things to do, as it helps you to visualise what's really important and what can wait. And once you've laid out your tasks, aim to get through the urgent and important tasks first so that you're not butting up against any deadlines. Then you can focus on the most productive quadrant, the not urgent and important. These are the tasks that are easy to put off, but they do provide you a, a quite a significant amount of value when they do get done. And whatever you do, avoid the busy work and time wasters that land in the not urgent and not important quadrant as much as you can. That's all well and good. Categorising your tasks using a matrix helps, but what if you still have dozens of tasks in your urgent and important queue. How do you know where to start? Well, a helpful next step is to assign each task a priority number. Now, if you have 10 tasks, each task gets a number from 1 to 10. You can't have two number ones. The exercise here is to weigh each task against the others in order to determine where to start first. So let's say your list consists of three items. You need to file your tax return, that's due today. You need to complete an assignment, which is due tomorrow. And you need to put together a presentation, which is probably due next week. By looking at all three tasks, it's obvious that filing your taxes needs to be your number one priority. It's the most urgent and important task on your list. For your other two tasks, it depends on context, and comparing your to-dos with each other often helps to provide that context. Maybe the presentation isn't due until next week, but you need to get some information from your boss before you can start putting it together. That might take a higher priority than completing the assignment that's due tomorrow. In these cases, it also helps to break your tasks down into maybe smaller chunks to better assign relative prioritizations. So instead of number one, file or tax return, number two, complete an assignment, and number three, put together a presentation, you may have an additional task in there. So you have your file or tax return, you've then got request metrics for your presentation, then you've got complete the assignment and put together a presentation. Your to-do to list apps that allow for drag-and-drop prioritization can be really helpful here when using relative prioritization. Instead of numbering your list, you can drag and drop your tasks into priority order. Okay, so we're on to number three. Make a prioritized list for today. Assigning relative priorities works well if your list is fairly static. But if you're adding several to-dos to your list every day, reprioritizing your list becomes another task in itself. If you have to manage a lot of incoming to-dos, it helps to make a prioritized task list every morning or the night before for the things that you plan to do that day. Look at your calendar and see how much time you think you'll have to devote to items on your task list today. And then pick how many of the highest priority tasks on your list that you think you can get through. Ignore everything else that you could be doing until you're ready to plan tomorrow's list. I like to include calendar events on my today list so I can see an overview of my entire day and set my expectations accordingly. 
This also stops me from planning too many tasks on days when I may have lots of meetings. A good rule of thumb when planning your day is to underestimate how much you can get done and overestimate how long each task is going to take. Now, no doubt you've got plenty of things you can do if you have happened to check everything off your list for today, which is a much better feeling than always moving unfinished tasks over to tomorrow. Option number four is to pick a single thing to focus on. Now, we are getting into ruthless territory now. When you're really struggling to get anything done, you should try this method, even if temporarily. Whenever you look at your task list, pick a single thing to focus on that day. It could be one big task you really want to get done, or it could be a theme that relates to several of your tasks, like increased sales. Choosing a single task or idea to focus on can be a great way to remind yourself to stay on track whenever you find yourself being distracted. Okay, the final one. Find your 20% task. I'm sure you've heard of the Pareto Principle, which states you tend to get 80% of your results from 20% of your work. What's really tricky is working out what the 20% is that brings in the results. But once you do, you can apply the ultimate ruthless prioritization to your workday. Make that 20% work your priority and your benchmark for a really productive day. Now, the best way I found to identify my 20% work is simple. Ask yourself what you'd work on if you could only do three things today. Be ruthless. Only pick three. Now... Cut that down to two. And finally, just one. If you absolutely had to stop working after doing only one task, which one would you do? It's a really tough question. And we have so many things to get through. So I found it's a good way to realise which of your tasks is going to provide the best and most value when it's finished. And as you practice being ruthless with your to-dos, you'll find it gets easier and you'll be able to pick the right method at the right time. Hopefully, you'll find that ruthlessly prioritising tasks can actually be quite liberating. That's all for this episode. Hopefully, you found something interesting. And if you have any comments, then I'd love to hear from you. Just message me via the link in the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, please remember, productivity matters. <laughs>